stolen property. There is no point in writing your memoirs unless you are prepared to be completely candid. And I must confess that in the course of a long life I have been in love on several occasions. I'm sure that I loved Miss Porter, the shy and nervous but at times liberated daughter of Septimus Porter, my Oxford tutor in Roman law. And during my service with the ground staff of the RAF, I became helplessly smitten with the charms of an extremely warm-hearted and gallant officer of the WAFs by the name of Miss Bobby O'Keefe. But I was no match for the wings of a pilot officer, as appeared on the chest of a certain Sam Three Fingers Doherty. But my relationship with Hilda Whiston was rather different. To begin with, she seemed part of life in Chambers. She was always interested in the law and ambitious, first for her widowed father, and then, when he proved himself unlikely Lord Chancellor material, for me. She often dropped in for tea on her way home from shopping, and Whiston used to invite me in for a cup. One year I was detailed off to be her partner at the Inns of Court Ball. There it became clear to me that I was expected to marry Hilda. It seemed a step in my career, like getting a brief in the Court of Appeal or doing a murder. When she proposed to me, as she did over a glass of claret cup after an energetic waltz, Hilda made it clear that when old Whiston finally retired, she expected to see me head of chambers. I, who have never felt at a loss for a word in court, found absolutely nothing to say. In that silence, the matter was concluded. So now you must picture Hilda and me twenty-five years later, with a son at the same East Coast public school which I just managed to afford from the fruits of crime, in our matrimonial home at 25B Froxbury Court, Gloucester Road. We were having breakfast, and between bites of toast, I was reading my brief for that day, an old Bailey trial of the sixteen-year-old Jim Timpson, charged with robbery with violence he having allegedly taken part in a wage snatch on a couple of elderly butchers, an escapade planned in the playground of the local comprehensive. As so often happens, the poet Wordsworth, that old sheep of the Lake District, sprang immediately to mind, and I gave tongue to his lines, well knowing that they must only serve to irritate she who must be obeyed. Trailing clouds of glory do we come, from God, who is our home. Heaven lies about us in our infancy. I looked at Hilda. She was impassively demolishing a boiled egg. I also noticed she was wearing a hat, as if prepared to set out upon some expedition. I decided to give her a little more Wordsworth, prompted by my reading the story of the boy Timpson. Shades of the prison house begin to close upon the growing boy. Hilda spoke at last. Rumpole, you're not talking about your son, I hope. Shades of the prison house begin to close, not round our son, of course. Oh, not round Nick. Shades of the public school have grown round him, the thousand quid a year remand home. Hilda always thought it indelicate to refer to the subject of school fees. She became increasingly businesslike. He's breaking up this morning. Oh, shades of the prison house begin to open up for holidays. Nick has to be met at 11.15 at Liverpool Street and given lunch. When he went back to school, you promised him a show. You haven't forgotten. Hilda was clearing away the plates rapidly. To tell the truth, I had forgotten the date of Nick's holidays. 
but I let her assume I had a long-planned treat laid on for him. Of course I haven't forgotten. The only show I can offer him is a robbery with violence in number two court at the Old Bailey. Oh, I wish I could lay on a murder. Nick's always so enjoyed my murders. Well, I must fly, Hilda said. Daddy gets so crotchety if anyone's late, and he does love his visits. Our father, which art in Horsham, give my respects to the old sweetheart. It had also slipped my mind that old C.H. Whiston was laid up with a dicky ticker in Horsham General Hospital. The hat was, no doubt, a clue I should have followed. Hilda usually goes shopping in a headscarf. By now she was at the door and looking disapproving. Old sweetheart is hardly how you used to talk of the head of your chambers. And somehow I can never remember to call the head of my chambers daddy. The door was open. Hilda was making a slow and effective exit.